passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Welcome, Browns backers. I'm Chuck Campisi, joined by Tony Dick, and this is Believe in the Browns. And just to give you a quick background on who your hosts are, Tony Dick worked in various capacities with the Browns over the course of 21 seasons with the team. So when he mentions being in the building, it's being in the building. He started with the team as a member of the grounds crew in 91, worked with them up until the time they left for the city who shall not be named. Uh, (laughs) He rejoined the Browns upon their return to Cleveland and served his last nine years with the team as the team's manager of alumni relations before leaving in October of 2015. Tony is also a member of the Pro Football Researchers Association and has served as a research assistant for several documentary projects with NFL Films, NBC Sports, Time Warner Cable Sports Channel, and Epix. Myself, I have experience in the sports industry in various capacities with Major League Baseball teams, NCAA programs, the Miami Dolphins, the Buffalo Bills, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, where I earned a Super Bowl ring with the Buccaneers. Super Bowl, anybody? 37. 37. Uh, And between Tony and I, we've probably worked about... 20 Super Bowls. We're brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Welcome, Browns backers. It's Chuck Campisi here with Tony Dick on Believe in the Browns, brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? If you enjoy the show, please subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, TuneIn, or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. You can also find us at Browns Believe, that's at Browns, B-L-E-A-V, or at Believe Podcast, that's at B-L-E-A-V Podcasts. Now, Browns backers, the NBA and college basketball are back. The NFL and college football playoffs are right around the corner. With all these sports going on, there are plenty of bets to lock in. So if you're thinking about picking the Lakers to repeat their NBA championship or someone to upset Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs, perhaps the Browns, you need to go to betonline.ag. Tony and I were 2-1 last week. The Browns won. The Browns covered. However, the pace of play... Very slow, very methodical, did not really approach the over from that standpoint. But we were two and one on the season. I'm 27 and 15. Tony's 24 and 18. So again, either way, whoever you're following, you're making some bank. From game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there is always the online casino. It never closes. So head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. That's betonline.ag and sign up today. 
Bet Online, your online sports book experts. Tony, as we were talking before we jumped and hit the record button, the landscape has changed significantly in the AFC North over the past three weeks. The Steelers were storming towards the number one seed. They were 11-0, looked pretty good. They had some games where you thought, ah, they could have lost that game, but hey, they're a quality team. They have now lost in consecutive weeks to the Washington football team, the Buffalo Bills, and the Cincinnati Bengals. They are sitting at 11-3 and and only one game ahead of the Browns with two games to go before we even get to the Giants game, right? What are your thoughts just on the AFC North now in general? Well, yeah, you know, for me, I've been saying um, since about middle of the season, you know, um, after the beating that we got the first time against Pittsburgh, and we were kind of still trying to find our legs, um, you know, a a lot of people were comparing this season to – you know, the last time that we made, um, you know, it made a significant run in the um, playoffs, which was 94, when um, that year we actually lost to Pittsburgh three times. And I kept saying when we were in the middle of the season, man, I would hate to repeat that because it was absolutely awful. But, I mean, like I said, not to leapfrog the jet, but but looking ahead, I really now like our chances of kind of using this Jets game, like I said, we're not going to overlook them, but I, I feel like we should be confident enough going into that game that we could set up our game plan to kind of use that game as a way to fine-tune our game plan for Pittsburgh. And I think we, you know, as of right now, unless something crazy happens in the next two weeks, we have a very good chance of just flat-out winning the AFC North because I, Pittsburgh – the way they're playing, I don't think they're going to beat the Indianapolis Colts. I, I, I simply don't. Phillip Rivers has that offense humming, and the Steelers in the last two, yeah, well, two weeks, the three weeks, have have struggled against some mediocre offense. I mean, the Cincinnati Bengals came in looking like they needed to win that game to get to the playoffs, and that was only their third win of the season. And um, I just think if that Indianapolis – you know, offense comes in and they're going to need, you know, they need a win to get into the playoffs. They're coming into that game full born. I just don't see the Steelers being able to catch them. I feel like the Steelers are just, they're tumbling down the hill right now. And, and I, you know, Mike Tomlin, you know, after the game for the last three weeks has, has basically called this team out and they have not answered the call. They have just gotten progressively worse every week. And um, yeah, they are beat up. They are beat up, though. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. They're beat up, and and, and I think Roethlisberger's kind of lost confidence in himself. It, it almost looks like he's just going through the motions. I've never really seen him play this. Like I've seen him have bad games, but to have three just awful games in a row, and he's gotten progressively worse. Um, I haven't really seen that in his career. I mean, he is a Hall of Fame quarterback, and and you, you don't typically see the the production that he's had, uh, you know, from him. It's just it's been awful. He's been overthrown, underthrown. Um, sometimes 
just throwing where there's nobody at. <laughs> <You know? laughs> All the interceptions he's had in the last three weeks, I mean, they were like gift-wrapped. Uh, you know, the, it was nobody around, and he just threw the ball. So, I, you know, I don't know. If they don't get their stuff together, I like our chances. And I tell you what, you know, it's 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 awful because, man, could you imagine what that stadium would look like if we're playing Steelers, Browns, for the, all the marbles that last game of the season, I mean, that place would be electric. And, um, you know, that's one of those things. I, I know it's, you know, a kind of a silly complaint with all the things that are going on. But, man, I, I can't even imagine what well, that is. I think the governor is going to have to call in the National Guard if the Browns host a playoff game. I just I, – I, <laughs> I, I can't imagine um, – the fans of the Browns like staying away voluntarily. It, it just, <laughs> I think there might be some issues. It, it's going to be the same thing if, uh, you know, I mean, you're looking at Cleveland and Buffalo and teams like that, that have, you know, I, I understand Buffalo has been there recently in the playoffs, but hosting home playoff games and potentially, you know, games that really, really matter. Uh, it's going to be hard to keep those fans away and to go back to Pittsburgh, the challenge is they are going to have to lose both games to to have the Browns win the AFC North. And the Browns are going to have to win both games because if they tie, the the Pittsburgh will still have the better divisional record. The Browns will only be three and three. And then Pittsburgh will be four and two. So the Brown the the Steelers would win the division if they win this week against Indianapolis and the Browns beat them the last game of the season, and then they tie record-wise, the Browns would still lose out on, on a divisional uh, record. So they they need the Colts to step up this week, like you said. And I think it is going to be a challenge for Pittsburgh to compete with the Colts. The Colts are playing really well. And to have that piece in place where they're playing the Colts and the Browns are playing the Jets, uh, I like the Browns' chances a hell of a lot better uh, to win this week. And then, and then it comes down to what you can do yourself on that last Sunday of the season. Yeah, I mean, that that would be, like I said, not not to jump ahead, but, but to, to beat to, – if we get the scenario set up where, where we beat the Steelers to win the North – going into the playoffs, I think that gives us momentum that I don't know. I, I don't I don't know if I'm willing to go out on a limb yet and say that gives us momentum to potentially win the Super Bowl. I, I still don't think you could have all the momentum in the world. At the end of the uh, day, yeah. the, talent, the talent that Kansas City is bringing to the playoffs will, um, you know, it's going to far outweigh any momentum we might have. But I'm going to say this, right? And I was talking to somebody the other day. Hey, right, for as talented as all those Patriots teams were and as great as Belichick is and Brady is, right, they've never won back-to-back Super Bowls. So Kansas City, you know, even just going back-to-back is a substantial feat. And I know this Kansas City team is loaded. You know, it seems that they're by far the best team, period, in the NFL. Strange things happen when you're only playing one game. Well, I would say yes. If you're playing a series of games between the Browns and the Chiefs, you're definitely taking the Chiefs. There's not a doubt in your mind. But if you're playing just one random game, hey, you know, the Browns could do it. Well, yeah, and, and in the world we're living in, it takes one set of unwashed hands could completely bring in us. I mean, honestly, when, when you get to that scenario, like we've had this ability to move and manipulate games. When we start getting in the playoff round, um, 
you know, are, are we, you know, and like I said, I don't, I don't want to start, you know, coming up with these crazy conspiracy theories or it, but I mean, what happens if a team does have a situation like Baltimore had where you got 11 guys down um, when we're in the playoffs? I, I mean, I would think t- teams would try to tighten things up. But heck, I, I mean, you know, we, we just had Haskins over the weekend, you know, they, they, they went, he gets done with a game and heads right to a strip club. I mean, um, I'm not saying any of our guys would ever do that. I mean, uh, you know, but that I never happened. Cheesecake Factory, or I, I don't know what's going on, but uh, but yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just that the new strip club. Where, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, I mean, we loved some cheesecake there before, but um, it's just one of those things where you know, I guess we don't want to get too far ahead. But just getting in, but but you know the funny thing I've heard this weekend is a, a lot of I've listened to a lot of talk radio and people are like, "Hey man, um, we we don't want it to come down to the last game of the season. We just want to get in, and we'd rather have the Steelers win the North than than not get in." And and I just think that kind of talk is crazy talk because to me, I think your goal should always be winning the North. Well, if you and want, and if what you, is, I mean, what's that? What's yes. If those are your two options, either not get in or have the Steelers win the North, then yes, of course you're going to rather have the Steelers win the North, but those aren't the options. It's not like you need Pittsburgh to win the North for you to get in. You can still yeah. get in without, I mean, that's the thing is, and that's why that logic just, you know, flies into the world of insanity. Why would you rather have a team finish ahead of you if you don't need them to for you to make the playoffs? If it was a situation where it was like, hey, the Steelers need to win X, Y, and Z game, and then that would give them the North, and because if they don't, then the Browns aren't getting in because some other tiebreaker, well, then of course, yes, I'd rather have the Steelers win the North because I want the Browns to be in the playoffs. But if that's not the case where it's like, hey, we could win the North. (laughs) Yeah. Even without Pittsburgh doing what they need, then why would we rather have that? Like that's that's insanity to to say that. So of course, yeah, the Browns. Let's go. Let's go win this thing. Let's go take the North. Yeah, and I think any other any other um, you know any other thoughts is just it, you're you're allowing you're allowing that loser mentality that we're trying to get rid of creep back in. Like who making the playoffs is. is just saying, hey, we just want to make the playoffs. That is a loser mentality. Uh, to me, that's a loser mentality. Uh, I mean, because it, it, I, you start the season out saying, here's our goals. We want to win the North. We want to win home field advantage for at least one playoff game. And we want to win the Super Bowl. I mean, that, those should be your three goals. And, it, you know, to just say, uh, you know what, I get it. You know, people say, well, we haven't been there in 18 years. Whatever. Well, that's that's fine. But, but that doesn't mean you have to accept – Yes, you know, base, baseline <laughs> mediocrity, you know, as, as you know, the alternative to uh, the fact that we haven't made the playoffs in 18. Okay, I get it. But if we've waited this long, let's go in in a Cadillac, man. I, I mean, why? Let's ride it in style. But I, I don't know. I, at that end, you know, the other thing we need to talk about is not to be a Debbie Downer, but there are several scenarios that have us with 11 wins and not getting in if we don't beat Pittsburgh. So, um, yeah, that that's something we, we've got to look at too. Which which is crazy because the AFC, I feel whoever comes out of the AFC is going to win. The NFC, I think, is they're almost running as an all for ran. But <laughs> I mean, the AFC right now, you got three teams that potentially could not make the playoffs with eleven wins, which is 
bananas to me when you look at the the product that the NFC is going to throw in, you know, into the mix. So um, I don't know. I don't know what your thoughts are on that. Well, you're going to have, I mean, you could have five 12 win teams in the AFC to show you the competitiveness of the conference or the top level play, I guess, because if you're having five 12 win teams, you're having some pretty poor um, other teams. So you have some challenges there. I think, yes, I think whoever comes out of the AFC is, is going to be the favorite in the Super Bowl. Do I think a team like the Saints or a team like the Packers um, could definitely beat whoever they might play in the AFC champion or in that Super Bowl. Sure. Uh, it could happen, but uh, you know, my money right now, if you had to tell me, Hey, you got to bet AFC or NFC in the Super Bowl, not knowing who's going to be in there, then my money's on the AFC without a doubt. I don't care who's coming out of that conference. I know it's going to be a quality team, yeah. but, but that's it. I mean, well, let's, let's, let's deviate a little bit. Let's talk a little bit about the giants game. Um, a solid win for the Browns 20 to six, you know, Baker goes for 297. You know, Chubb and, and Hunt, not necessarily a great day. Two 95-yard touchdown drives, so that was impressive. You know, even when the Giants went up 3 to nothing, the game was never really in doubt. I guess the only thing from a struggle standpoint, as you could say, is outside of that one, you know, which was, okay, a significant drive, a 95-yard drive, but outside of that drive in the second half, uh, the Browns really could not get anything else going against a less than stellar Giants defense. That that touchdown drive was the only drive of the half that was over 20 yards or longer than six plays. Uh, so the offense, well, they did their job. It's it's not like they were dominating over a team that they probably should have dominated. Uh, but chalk it up to, hey, you know what? This is what good teams do is that they win games that they're supposed to win, whether it's a dominant performance or not. You know what? It was, as I said, it wasn't necessarily ever in doubt from that standpoint. So I'm going to put that not only in the win column as a, this is proving that this team is a quality team. I'm not going to say they're an elite NFL team, but they're a quality NFL team. Well, I, I think I think we're, we've become a team – and this is going to sound goofy, but we, we, we've, you know, because you can say a team will win on any given Sunday, but we've been, we've become a team that has a better than 50 50 chance of winning every week. I, I mean, we, we are, we, you know, I, that game, while you say it was never in doubt, um, at the same time, I was at home in the first quarter, like having some doubts because I felt like we didn't come out like super, super strong. I felt like we were also, we also benefited from, um, you know, I never thought we would be able to attribute a win to Freddie Kitchens, but but what <laughs> I think some of the play calling that the Giants had, especially that that the the fake field, I didn't understand. Wait, wait, wait! You can't. You stop, stop, stop! You cannot. After the season we had last year, say that you were surprised by any play call from Freddie Kitchens. It is. It is not allowed. It is forbidden. <laughs> Just, I just don't. I don't get how the guy has a job. Like, I mean, not just a job in the NFL, like a job. Period. I mean, I'm thinking, <laughs> I just don't get it. But um, you know, I, I just, I didn't understand a lot of what they were doing offensively. I felt like a, you know, when we said it last week, 
if I was if I was Freddie Kitchens, I'd have been running the ball all day long. I, I mean, until you had success. I, I feel like the key to success for any team playing us is to establish the run and stick with the run and, and just just ride it out. Uh, I, I mean, I think I think they would have had a better chance. Do I think they would have won? I think it probably would have been the same result as far as you know win and loss. But I think they would have at least been a little bit more competitive had he stuck to the run a little bit more. As far as our offense goes, I mean, week to week for the last three weeks, I'm starting to become a little bit sold on the fact that Baker Mayfield has the potential to to manage a game and and not give it away. I I won't say – I don't think I'm prepared yet to say that he's a guy that could just take a game over. I I don't feel like – that's been the case quite yet. Um, hopefully we'll get to a point where I can say that. But as for right now, I, I, I am comfortable with saying that he is a guy that you can entrust with the offense. Um, and he will he will go in there. He will manage a game. Um, and he can put points on the board. I, I think he's proven that. we got to give him that, um, you, you know, from yeah. what we've seen in the last three weeks. That being said, I, I mean, we we got to keep it going because um, the Jets – I feel like they're, you know, they've got their one win now. So I mean, we don't. <laughs> how did how did they beat the Rams? Is is is, is I, I don't even know. But that's the thing we need to take a look at that film because uh, if they could beat the Rams, I, I would have said two three weeks ago the Rams were at least an equal to us. Um, you know, if not better, I think defensively they're definitely better than us. But um. Uh, I, well, I just, that's the I, thing. I think our offense is better. Their defense is better. So you're, you know, six of yeah. one, half a dozen of the other. So I mean, it, it'll, it'll that'll at least be an interesting game. I, I don't think it's a we're walking in, grabbing the win, and, and leaving. We're going to have to, um, you know, be careful of overlooking them, which is going to be easy to do. It's going to be very easy to overlook them, knowing that Pittsburgh. Uh, I don't think so now. No, because I I don't think no because because one they just beat the Rams. I think if they're going if they're coming in zero and fourteen, it's much easier to overlook them. And I don't think it's easy to overlook them because the team knows that they have to beat the Jets to even have a chance at winning the division. Yeah. So it, so so they know that this. It's not like you know. I think it, if they had already clinched a playoff spot, if the Browns had already clinched a playoff spot, or if. You know, the Jets were coming in 0-14. I think this is a game that you can definitely overlook. I think now that they see, oh, man, they just beat a really good team in the Rams. And they and this game could mean the difference between us playing for the divisional championship next week or not, that they're going to come in fired up. I think the Jets beating the Rams, and obviously anytime Pittsburgh loses, it's generally good for the Browns, uh, and Pittsburgh losing to the Bengals, were the two best things that could have happened in week 14 or 15, however you want to call it, the game 14, uh, for the Browns to head into this week fired up and focused. Because I think Stefanski is in that locker room right now saying the same things we're saying around. Hey, listen, you win this game, you got a chance to win the division. You know, hey, this guy, these guys just beat the Rams. Look at that team. That's a quality NFL opponent. They just beat them on the road. So now we're going into their house, and we have to play them. They're going to be fired up because they just got to win. I think it's going to be – I think the Browns are going to come in this week, and they are going to 
they are going to crush them. I I think this is the week that I am really, I don't care what the spread is. uh, I'm probably taking the Browns. I haven't even looked um, yet, but I got to, I might not, you know, I'm taking the over because I said I was always going to take the over um, and I'm I'm trusting that now, but I don't think this, I think this defense is going to hold up, have a good game. I I would bang the Browns um, from this standpoint of, of whatever the line is and whatever the spreads are. Um, I, I think they're going to be focused. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm, I'm All right. trusting our coaching staff. I'm trusting the coaching staff to get these guys ready. Uh, well, even he, with Hubbard's on IR, Teller's doubtful. I know the line's going to, it's going to be a challenge, um, but I'm, I'm hoping they can, they can make it happen. Well, I, you know, I, I'm with you on that. And, and, you know, as much as I said from for the last three weeks, from week to week, my confidence in Baker has gone up. I, I feel like same same holds true for Stefanski. Um, I I like the fact that, I, I you know, the only knock on him that I have is I feel like sometimes we go away from the run a little bit too soon. Um, I, you know, but that's just me. I, I feel like we got two. I mean, it's tough. You got a ton. I guess that's one of the difficulties of having so many offensive weapons. Um, you, you know, you, you got to strike this this balance. But at the same time, um, it, it, I would just at times I would just let's stick to the run. You, you, you know, but but hey, we're winning, so whatever. You, you know, but uh, I will say though, um, I am confident going into this game that we, we, our, our offensive game plan is going to be to put put up points. I, I think we're going to put up points early. I would hope that we could put up enough points that I'd like to see us maybe pull some starters. I don't know how likely that is. I mean, this time of the year, um, it would be nice to get our backups in there if we could. I, I Like I said, I hate to make this out like it's homecoming against Harvard or whatever, but, um, it, it, you know – we, we, I, I feel like if we could get up big in this game, it would benefit us to sit our starters, not so much to get them rest, but to, to get our number twos a look in a live game. Um, because, you know, once again, we're going to go back to what we were jokingly saying about, hey, you get to the playoffs and all it takes is, you know, one set of unwashed hands and you can wipe stuff out. I mean, the reality is we didn't have a preseason this year. Okay, so we never really had a chance to look at our number twos um, playing in in like a live game action role. And while I, I mean, some people are probably rolling their eyes when I say this, I, I feel like you need to get them reps against a real team in a real situation. And since we didn't have it at the beginning of the season, if we could get it now at the end of the season going into this Pittsburgh game and the playoffs, I think it would be great for us to get some of our twos in there and get them some snaps. Um, and like I said, it's not so much about giving the ones a rest, um, but but giving the twos an opportunity to get out there and see what they have, I think would would be beneficial to us. Um, that's just my thoughts. And, and I, I know there's a lot of people that aren't going into regular season games talking about, well, what can we do to get our, you know, our second string in there and get them some reps? But I, I think it's, ne- it's going to be necessary because, um, you know, if called upon – I would rather have a quarterback that's taken a couple snaps during the season than just somebody who's been holding a clipboard the whole entire year and not really doing anything. And um, I, I don't yeah. know. I don't know what Baker's thoughts would be of being pulled or whatever. But hey, 
you know, like I said, for, forget the COVID. I mean, why have a guy in there in the fourth quarter in a meaningless game get hurt um, if we don't have to? So those are just my thoughts. If, if I were to have a wish list, a list if Santa was listening, um, that's I would like to be up enough by the third quarter that we could start pulling some starters and, um, you know, let's just see what we got. You know, kick the wheels on some of the stuff that that are players that we we might need down the line. So, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, and even if it's just to give guys a rest, I mean, I don't. I, whatever the rationale is, I think you know, if you can get those guys into games, it's it's good for everybody. So, I would love to see it. I mean, the challenge is going to be: can you put up those points with a somewhat injured offensive line? You know, not mostly healthy, but hey, you do have some backups playing in there. If Baker can continue to complete, you know, sixty-five percent of his passes or more, it'll be good. You know, is the the struggle for Hunt is are we going to be able to get Hunt to a thousand yards this season? I don't think so. I think we're only going to have one thousand yard rusher. He needs two hundred and seven more um, with two games left, and obviously you're going to be giving the chub the ball. Uh, during those games as well. So I don't think he's quite going to get there. Landry needs 211 to get to 1,000 as a 1,000-yard receiver this year. I think that's more likely to happen. And the Jets, I, they're going to win this game. The Browns are going to win this game. I, uh, it's it's a 10-point spread, Tony. So let's get to that. I don't think – I'm not worried about Sam Darnold. I'm not worried about Frank Gore. I, you know, name a player on the Jets' defense. There's a reason they're 1-13. But they, you know, they did just beat the Rams, so you do have to focus and pay attention. But I think this Browns team is going to be fired up for it. I'll go first this week. I'm taking the Browns. I'm taking the points. I have to take the over. However, if I was actually going to put money on the over, I will probably put money on the other two. Um, if I was actually going to put money, I would probably bet the under. But since I said I'm going to take the over on everything, <laughs> I'm going to stick to that. I'll stick to my over pick. So Browns, I'll give the 10 points. I think they're going to win by more than that. And uh, obviously then if I'm given 10 points, I'm going to pick them to win. In the over under, I'm sorry, I, we're, 47. We're, yeah, it is 47. Okay. Yeah. I, so with that, I will go Browns. I will go points. I'll take the under. I don't. I, I don't think the Jets going to be able to uh, hold up their end of the end of the bargain. I just don't see us putting up. You know, if we get up significantly, I don't see us piling it on. I, I mean, I don't know. Like I said, in an I, I, ideal situation, I would go. No huddle out of the gate and tell the guys, listen, I'm going to make a deal with you, man. I mean, if you get up by 21 by halftime, you know, I'm going to give guys a rest. And and I would just go no, no huddle and just knock these guys out, knock them out early. I think we have – I mean, obviously we have the weapons to do it. Um, you know, why not just go in there, go gangbusters, and then, like I said, sit some folks and get ready for that Pittsburgh game because we're going to need all hands on deck for that game. I mean uh, – the, the more people we have healthy, the more people we have rested against Pittsburgh, the better our chances are of winning that game. Because as bad as they've been playing, the Steelers, um, they are still the Pittsburgh Steelers at the end of the day. And and we're, we've been chasing this ghost for a while. And um, I know the players on this team, I think a lot of them, you know, we talk about, well, the Steelers have owned us for the last 20 years. Well, we don't have anybody on this team that's played for 20 years. So um, we do have players that understand you know, where we've been, but I don't think we have guys on this team that are afraid of the Steelers. I, I just don't think that that doubt is is 
with this group. Um, you know, that, that doubt is owned by previous groups, um, but not this group. So um, I like our chances against them. But I, as like I said, I would like to use this game to set up for that game. And the best way to do that would be to get on them early and get people, you know, sitting down, rested, and getting that second string in. I, I don't know. Yeah, I agree with you. I think if you if you win the toss, man, take the ball. Uh, I know a, co- a lot of coaches want it at the beginning of the second half and and kind of defer. Uh, at this point, man, I, I'm saying let's take that ball, let's march down the field, and let's put it in. Um, sometimes you got to show that dominance, and I think this would be the perfect week for it. So I'd love to see that happen and just see him come out of the gate fired up and just yeah, knock it out of the park. Well, and I think when it comes to coaching and it comes to morale, the last thing you would want from this game would would be to, to have to play a full four quarters to win this game. Uh, I mean, yes. I think if, you, if you're still, you, you know, having to have your offense out there to put up points to win this thing in the fourth quarter, then, you know, that's not a good thing uh, going into the Steelers game. So I, I think for many reasons – you got to go pedal the metal from from the the first gun, and yeah, I I, I would definitely take the ball. You, you know what? Why not? Just jam it down their throat. Let's go. You, you know, and what you know, it's great. Beautiful thing about this game is you were just there last week, so the building's gonna feel. You know, the building is gonna feel familiar. I mean, you, you know, the hotel's gonna feel familiar. Everything's gonna feel familiar. I mean, it's almost going to be like a home game because you're coming there for the. The second time you're doing all the same things and you've had, you know, you had success there a week ago. So, I, I mean, I think that, um, you know, should factor in too into how well we play. I mean, I, I think we should be playing at a high level because of those things. So I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. So that's what we have for you, Browns backers. Thanks for tuning in this week. A little bit of a recap of what happened against the Giants. We saw it. It was a solid performance. A little bit of what we expect in the Jets game. Hopefully we can dominate. And a significant amount of talk about what might happen with the AFC North and what might transpire. Browns and Steelers, it's going to be an interesting close to the season, Tony. So we appreciate everybody tuning in. Hopefully everybody has a Merry Christmas this week. And we have a super Sunday with the Browns Eh, coming home and taking the victory, Tony. And what are we going to be? 11-4 and as we head back next week. Tied with the Steelers at 11-4 and for the AFC North lead with Week 17, setting up for the showdown, Browns, Steelers, who wins the AFC North. So, again, thanks for tuning in, Browns backers, and we'll talk to you next week. Jump check. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.